So the passage is from 2 Corinthians, chapter 13, starting at verse 5. And it's uh, the close of Paul's letter to the Corinthians. Um, And he says this. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? Unless, of course, you fail the test. And I trust that you will discover that we have not failed the test. That we pray to God that you will not do anything wrong. Not that people will see that we have stood the test, but that you will do what is right, even though we may seem to have failed. For we cannot do anything against the truth, but only for the truth. And then the letter closes... Aim for perfection. Listen to my appeal. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the saints send their greetings. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. So Paul, it's, it's a hard letter for Paul to write. If you know anything about 2 Corinthians, they've, they've uh, said some harsh things to him and he's decided that he can't go and see them, but he writes to them instead. And yet he writes to kind of challenge them and to build them up. Um, and uh, he's saying, examine yourselves and stay in the truth. Uh, stay in the truth. And he wants them to know the love of God. Now, I was uh, asked by Peter Wrench um, to suggest a couple of books. I mentioned them at the 10.30. I'll mention them again here. Crazy Love by Francis Chan and um, Navigating a World of Grace, The Promise of Generous Orthodoxy by Graham Tomlin. Now, I've managed to read this one. Um, and Francis Chan, it's not a new book. It was published in 2005. But it's, he's just revisiting who God is, basically, and what our response to him should be. And the first two or three chapters are really just about reimagining just how big and great and immense and amazing God is. And then the rest of the book is about giving our whole lives to him. So that's that one. I recommend that to you. Then Navigating the World of Grace, A Promise of Generous Orthodoxy. Orthodox is a word which is often attached to to words other than generous, shall we say. Um, And so it's a rediscovery of actually what orthodoxy is and in what ways is it generous. And and what he does, uh, certainly for the first half of the book, is to go through the Nicene Creed and to explore this idea of a generous God. And one of the things that um, he's basically emphasising is just how radical an idea Christian orthodoxy was. was, It's a completely different story. So basically, the one thing to take away from today is, what is my story of God? What is my story of God? And just to revisit that and ask the Spirit to, to tell us again what that story is, but also to kind of get us excited about it again. Because we don't say the creed in, uh, we, we only tend to say it in the nine o'clock service and occasionally we might say it. And it can just be, you know, we believe in one God. 
the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. Because I've said this so many times before. This is a radical manifesto for a changing world. And it challenges all of us. And it rewards all of us if we accept it. And so what I'd like to do is just really to share two sets of truths and then have some time waiting on God, just asking him to embed this, to explain this, to enliven this, to, to put up, you know, sort of breath to the, the spark so it turns into a flame we were singing earlier. Because this is just world-changing stuff. And we can sometimes lose sight of that. And it, that's one of the things I got from reading that book. Is that okay? So two things I'd like to read to you are the Nicene Creed um, and the words of a hymn that we sang at nine o'clock, which was, we have a gospel to proclaim, which again is a, an unfolding story. Um, and they're just, I offer them to you and they might be story to you. You might have your own story or want to go and develop that story for yourself. Okay. So the creed says, we believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is, the seen and the unseen. So in looking at that grace passage at the end of Corinthians, Father, the, uh, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, Paul brings together that Trinitarian God and the creed describes and tells a story of that Trinitarian God. And we start with the Father, the creator of all, seen and unseen. It then unfolds the story of Jesus and who he is. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. The Father and the Son. Jesus is not created. He is God. He is the Son of God. He is of the same substance as the Father. That is just mind-blowing stuff, and you don't find that in any other belief anywhere else. And then it goes on to say what he did for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven. He was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary and was made man. God became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. And he does... He does all that for us. There's a bit in the communion service where I emphasize the word you because he does that for each and every one of us. It's not a corporate offer. He does that for each and every one of us. 
he will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. And his kingdom will have no end. Hallelujah. We believe in the Holy Spirit, who is the Lord, the giver of life. He proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified. And he spoke through the prophets. So the Holy Spirit is God's presence with us, guides us, and speaks to us. And we believe, turning now to the church and what this all means living out, we believe in one holy Catholic, with a small c, that means everyone, an apostolic church, which means going out. Apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. And all God's people said, Amen. Is that your story? <laughs> oh, don't do that. Uh, so, turning to the hymn and this idea about being an apostolic church, the hymn is We have a gospel to proclaim. Good news for men in all the earth. The gospel of a Savior's name, we sing his glory, tell his worth. We tell of his birth at Bethlehem, not in a royal house or hall, but in a stable dark and dim, the word made flesh, a light for all. We tell of his death at Calvary, hated by those he came to save, in lonely suffering on the cross for all he loved, his life he gave, it's all for us. Tell of that glorious Easter morn, empty the tomb, for he was free. He broke the power of death and hell, that we might share his victory. Tell of his reign at God's right hand, by all creation glorified. He sends his spirit on his church to live for him, the lamb who died. Now we rejoice to name him king, Jesus is Lord of all the earth. This gospel message we proclaim. We sing his glory, tell his worth. Come, Holy Spirit, make this our story. Reignite in us those things which are radical, those things which are life-changing, those things which are world-changing. And light the flame in us that we can't do anything but go and tell other people about it. We have a gospel to proclaim. Good news for men in all the earth. The gospel of a saviour's name. We sing his glory, tell his worth. Let's just take a few moments just to ask God again to remind us of that story.
wonder if I can invite the band just to come up and to gently lead us into continued time of ministry. Or if you want to join in a time of worship, time of some worship. And if the Lord during this time has touched you with any sort of particular part of that story for Christchurch, please let me know and I can share that with everyone else. Come Holy Spirit, tell your story to us. In Jesus' name, Amen.